Jamie broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, Excuse me! She's pro wrestling's queen of mean. But behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences. From no-holds-barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A-list superstars, the real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! Excuse me, everyone! It's Vicky Guerrero, and it's Thursday, which means that we have a new episode just for all of you. Welcome to our podcast. We want to give a shout out to everyone across the world that is downloading, subscribing, commenting, liking, and thank you so much for all the support and love that you show us. It is unbelievable how much we are having a great time providing good conversations for all of you. Uh, we would like to also remind you if you want to send us a message, uh, comment about our guests, or even have questions whenever we show a guest that's going to be on our show, please email us at excusemevicky at outlook.com. And again, guys, this week is a great conversation with the newest talent superstar that joined the All Elite Wrestling Company. He is Mr. Brian Cage. Let's take a listen. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Excuse Me podcast. I'm Vicky Guerrero. And today I have one of my favorite heels that have just joined the All Elite Wrestling uh, promotion. It is the machine, Brian Cage. Welcome, Brian. Thank you. Thank you, Vicky, for having me. Appreciate it. You have had quite the, the career. Um, for, the, for everyone and my followers and fans that don't know who you are, you just joined All Elite Wrestling. Uh, you were um, a surprise guest on the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. And I must say, I was in the front row as an audience member, and you shocked the hell out of me when I saw you walk out. I was, I was so happy for you. Uh, I remember you saying that, too. And I was like, oh, awesome, because I got, uh, I got at, least, at, least, at least one surprise reaction than <laughs> the, the small amount of crowd that we had so that was great that was yeah really so as far as your wrestling history i'm just going to go over a few things just so my followers can get to know who you are and look and learn about your history um you were in fcw uh for wwe in 2008 is that correct yep and then uh you went to impact wrestling in 2012 uh i, well, I had a i was like wasn't signed there but i had some matches there yes Okay, and then you signed an All Elite Wrestling this year uh, at the Double or Nothing uh, pay-per-view, which was your first debut. Um, I have a question for you. What does GMSI stand for on your shirts and on your Twitter <laughs> handle as well? Uh, uh, it says, forget my shit in. <laughs> I love it. Very clever. I, well, I, I used to always, uh, I mean, even from my beginning indie days, I, I'd always have so many... Uh, moves I'd want to get in or so many unique spots or always want to do something new. And I'd always get joked and ribbed about and like, Oh, Oh, Brian Cage. Well, he just wants to get his shit in. want to get his shit in. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Cause I'm Mr. Get my shit in. And I went, Hey, and that's literally just like that. That's why it was just a back backstage rib. And then it became like, I was like I'm going to use that as my gimmick. So. Well, when you have 10 minutes on TV time, you got it. I mean, it's your time to shine. And if you don't do it, then no one's going to do it for you, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. 
um, you have a beautiful wife, Melissa Santos, and uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of hers. I love her work, um, and she's also beautiful. And also, you have a little girl. What's her name, and how old is she? Uh, Skyler, and she's almost two and a half. Oh my gosh! Because you know, I, I always go on everyone's Instagram because I love that. I I want to I want to talk about the superstars I have on my show because we're not only just celebrities, but we're family and, you know, sure, you guys sure. have a personal life. What's some advice that you can give to other fathers who are in the entertainment business that are, you know, that have kids and, and married. What's your advice to other men that's trying to keep the family network together? Um, you know what? And I, I and even my answer don't, I'm perfect at it either, but um, I, I would say, the biggest thing is just to be involved because I know it's hard to be because if you're on, you know, in the normal schedule of wrestling, I'm on the road so much, I'm gone so much. It's easy to, uh, to get home and be, you know, tired, worn out, you know, in a hurry to do this or that. And, and, and I still am all those things. So it's easy to get, uh, get kind of caught up in the, in the moment and kind of let everything kind of just do its own thing on the side, especially if you have, you know, like my wife at home, Melissa doing so much. Um, it's hard not to to lose sight of that a little bit. And it, this is a very selfish business. So you may think that you're involved, but your involvement may be much more minimal than you actually realize. And, uh, and that was, I guess, a plus with um, uh, this injury just had and even the, the whole pandemic and everything going on was it gave me a lot more, a lot more time at home and time with my daughter and stuff. And uh, maybe realize you know, I, I probably could have been doing an even better job at it than I, I may have thought or believed that I was doing. So I, I would say definitely that that's it because, you know, you, you're not home that much. So the, the amount of time obviously isn't going to be there. So you really got to try to invest more in the quality of the time. Yeah, you know, I'm 52. And, um, you know, when I was married to Eddie, uh, you wish you'd go back and change things, you know, from how, you, how I spent time with the kids and how Eddie was regretted missing different holidays and stuff. But I'm, I'm remarried again, and my kids are grown. They're 29 and 26. But you still try and get it right, even as a mom, and you see the kids for, you know, like a vacation or something, you really try and grasp those memories. And I think it's just a learning process. Every day is different, and every day is something new for us to learn so we can use it for the next time around. Um, but I had nannies when I grew up, you know, well, when I, the girls were growing up because I was the only one in the house. So that's hard, too, because you're so fortunate that you have Melissa at home. And she can be with, you know, Skylar while you're, uh, you know, working. So that's just, it's such a, a crazy life that we have because we don't have the nine to five job in the office. We're out in another city and, and you do miss a lot of moments, you know, with the with your little girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. For sure. Um, I, uh, I actually too, a lot of people don't know this, it's not with Melissa, but I actually have a, I have a son too, as well, that I had when I was very young. Who's uh, actually, he's, he's back home right now for summer. Who's up? Uh, 14 he just graduated junior high so oh the teenage years are gonna begin yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so is he getting is he like is he a wrestling fan or what sports are he, is he involved in uh, you know what he is not actually um he uh he, he i feel like he only likes wrestling or or puts it over when he finds it to his advantage so uh you know <laughs> when his, his friends are big wrestling fans he goes well and which is which is crazy because like I can relate. Like, I remember actually in seventh grade, um, like, I, I don't know why it was a thing, but I remember having a few friends that tried to be like, oh, you know, I know so-and-so or so-and-so's person's a dad or whatever. And it was all lies. It was all just trying to, you know, to get, like, 
attention and be like, oh, popularity. I'm like, whatever. You're so full of it. No one believed them. And then, so now I can see it because, uh, and especially because he has his mom's last name. So he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, oh, Brian Cage is my dad. And they're like, oh, no, he's not. Whatever he goes, yeah, he is. And oh, and he doesn't let you he's out of town. Oh, oh, how convenient. Like, and it just doesn't sound, you know, believable. And I remember one time he asked me to come pick him up at the, he's like, hey, can you start picking me up? We normally do. Can you get out and like come up to the fence and pick me up? And I go, sure, why? And he goes, oh, you know, I just, uh, there's some people that think that you're really my dad. And I, I kind of wanted, you know, I told him that you were. And I'm like, oh, you're trying to show me off at your school? Is that what's happening now? And he goes, uh, I mean, I don't know, something like that. So, and I'm thinking too, they're like his friends or something. And uh, so I go up there and I'm waiting for him. He walks up and I go, hey, hey, buddy, where's, where's your friends? Where am I? And he goes, oh, oh, these guys over here. And like, I, I see like a group of four kids. And their mouths are open, like, oh, it is Brian Cage. And he told you big league. Somebody goes, all right, because I'm going to walk over to, like, to meet him. And he goes, no, no, no. He doesn't even call Marks, but he might have oiled. He's like, no, no, no. They're just some fans. Come on, let's go. <laughs> like, that was it. That's all they got. <laughs> I think just, just by you walking towards a bunch of kids, I'm sure that's very intimidating in itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, like, perfectly cute because like, I had, a, like, a gym stringer on. I just got out of the gym. I got so I had, like, the pump on it. I mean, I, I looked in character for sure. You know, you know, it's something that I'll give you some advice. Uh, when my girls were dating and Eddie would, of course, you know, uh, if they went to the movies, they were only in their teenagers, but he let them go to the movies or, you know, go swim at the pool or whatever. And Eddie would love to open the door and just stand there with like a real thin tank top. And he had a, a huge chest and he would just like dance his pegs back and forth. And the, <laughs> and, the, and the boys would just like, you see them sweating. And I'd be like, all right, Eddie, get out of the way. That's enough. You already scared them. And the kids, it, but it's good though, because these kids would know that, you know, they have these parents that, you know, were, that meant business. You know, you touch my kid wrong, you hurt them. You will answer to me. So I think you have a great advantage, you know, with your daughter when she starts dating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. We were, oh yeah, we were already telling those jokes, and talking about it when you know while Melissa was still pregnant. So, I was, I mean, <laughs> hopefully we got a while before that happens. But yeah, yeah. Um, so you mentioned an injury that when you were with Impact and then you were, you got you finished with them and then you got injured and then you were getting ready to start with All Elite. Tell us about the injury and how are you doing these days? You know, working again and then having that injury in the past. Um. So I. Uh, I suffered a couple injuries last year with impact. I hurt my back and my hip. Um, and the, well, I guess that was one, the first one. Uh, and that was in the middle of summer. And that one uh, lingered for quite some time. I kept trying to work through it. And it uh, it was persistent. And it, it, I won the world title there. And it definitely made my, my title reign a little more lackluster because I, I didn't get to compete a lot. Um, coming back into it, I, I, I was – having a lot of great matches there and trying to like, you know, have the match of the night from all the shows I was on. And I felt really good. And people kept talking to me as if I was like super injury prone or had a bunch of injuries. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I had a couple like my, like, cause too, I, I feel like there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. And I feel like a yeah. lot of us are always hurt or always get hurt or, you know, got, always have our bumps and bruises to put it nicely. And um, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I got hurt that one time. And I, I might've gotten se like several like small injuries or hurt. Like just coincidentally, I'm like, but nothing's like kept me out. I'm like, hell, I've never even had had surgery in my entire career, no matter what injury I've ever had. That was three days before I tore my bicep. So oh. I jinxed myself there. Yes, I know. And uh, I remember when I tore my bicep too. Instantly, I'm like, no, you're kidding me. And it's just like, 
like uh, it was it, it was awful and then I, and then I was freaking out about it because um it was like the day before my last match the pay-per-view impact and I'm like okay now what I'm going to do like uh, you know instantly I'm like no one's going to sign me if I have to have surgery and um you know I I, I knew um the plans the idea that I wanted to go to AEW I know I was getting offers from many places and I'm like, not, like I went from like being super wanted. No one's gonna want me, and I'm just like I'm panicking. The doctor um, uh, told me it didn't look. I had two different doctors told me it didn't look like I was gonna have to have surgery, and that I would be fine. I got an MRI anyways, just in case. And uh, you know, once my contract lapsed, impact. I was talking with uh, All Elite Wrestling um, and talking to Tony Khan and stuff. Uh, it was looking good. I had finally got an offer. I signed it, and. Um, and and too, there was this news broke out that I signed way before I signed. Like I came backstage from match with RVD, and then like all these reports broke out that I signed with AEW while still under contract with Impact and backstage at Impact. And everybody like had this like weird look at me and stuff. Like what's going on? And I see the news, and I'm freaking out too because and like everyone thinks I was lying about it. And I'm like I wasn't. I never even got an offer. Like I talked to them, but I'd gotten no official offer of like through contract that I could have signed. And if I would have. It would have been breach of contract. So now yeah. I'm freaking out thinking like it's gonna be held up. Like and people are like, oh quit lying. I'm like, no, you guys don't realize you guys could have really screwed things up by by announcing that. Uh, and and again, I didn't even sign. Anyways, uh, once I found a housing after surgery, I was like, great, my contract's gonna be rescinded, like like this is uh, so I, I was panicking. And um, dude, Tony was so cool. He's a good guy. So cool. I know he announced it afterwards as well. He's like, he's like, you know what? I told you know, he told me not to worry. Don't stress. He goes, we want you. We believe in you. We have faith in you. Like, we want you as part of the team. It's like, just dude, take your time. You know, recover, heal up, and uh, you know, and we'll just we'll just change plans and, and be here whenever you're ready. And because uh, I know it was going to be uh, the February pay per view, and then that didn't happen. And then uh, so we kind of shot for double or nothing. You know, unless something happened drastically sooner. But that was probably going to be the best case scenario. Uh, and then, uh, and then, yeah, it, uh, it was coming up. I told him um, that I'd be, you know, more than happy to uh, still have that take place during the whole pandemic and, you know, the crowd situation. Everything like, oh no, don't worry. Like, absolutely, I wouldn't be there. So, um, uh, I, I got to happen, and I was, I was thrilled, man. I was super thrilled. I, I, I was way more excited and like pumped up about it than I thought I would that being like, you know, no crowd and whatnot. Um, and that's why, that's why I was impressed that you were still, still shocked and didn't know. And I got that surprise pop from you. I'm like, Hey, at least one person there. Came well, I mean, surprise pop. you know, but being backstage, you know, we're getting ready for the pay-per-view and everyone's all excited. I thought it was amazing how they hid you from everyone because I, you know, I had other people next to me. No one had any idea that you were around. And I thought that was brilliant of AEW. Um, you know, so did they just bring you in right before the pay-per-view started? I mean, cause you're a big guy. It's not like you can like just put a hoodie on, you know, walk around and pretend like nothing's going on. No, you know, I, I was still, I, I flew in on Thursday. I landed cause they're Thursday. And I think, uh, or maybe I got on the Thursday night, and then I got tested Friday morning, um, and then uh, and I didn't even know the the details or anything with the master later on either. So wow. we kept it we kept it pretty pretty uh, low key, and and I assumed like no one came out and told me like I knew I was going to be surprised, and then when I saw the the ladder match and with the surprise entrant, I'm like oh, well, that's probably me then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
that I mean, it matches up. That's probably what I'm doing now. So yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about you being managed by Taz. What an honor. I mean, this man is such a legend and I love his work and y'all fit so good together. I mean, he's got the sunglasses, you know, he's got the, the cool suit. He walks like a cool cat, you know, onto the stage and he's the emotional tirade of everyone's mind and you're the muscles. Um, I love how it's working. I love the gimmick. And for, I love how that you're the muscles. You go, you know, beat the crap out of everyone. And then Taz is just, you know, the one that's just like, you know, yapping in their ear. And, and that brings me to the, when you're going to face John Moxley, you know, this past Wednesday on um, All Elite Wrestling on TNT, uh, you mangled John Moxley into this rental car. And I thought, I was glad I was watching it. I wasn't part of that because I think that would hurt. But I just love how, you know, Taz is the, the words and the, you know, your, your interpreter, so to speak, of what you want to do to John Moxley. How is that ride, with, you know, working with Taz? Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been great. I, uh, and he, when, when they approached him too about trying to take into a manager role, um, I know it was said that uh, he would only want to do it with either uh, Jeff Cobb or myself. So to be one of the people that he'd want to manage, rather than just, you know, managing me, uh, really, really was rad. And I didn't even take into consideration, like, I knew he was a great commentator. And I knew, like, like uh, he could talk, but, I, like, when you think Taz, you think of ECW, you think him just, you know, suplex everyone and Taz mission. And, like, you don't really think about him being a great promo guy. And then even then, like, it wasn't until, like, standing next to him when he's getting promos, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's some pretty good promos too. I'm like, but it's just not the first thing you think of. So, and I and I knew she was confident they could talk. I'm like, oh wow, man, he's he's a lot better than I that I remember and that I, I I focused on. I'm like, oh, this is rad. And then just ever since then, just just stuff that we've talked about and ideas and promos and hype puts me over. Oh, it's been great. It's 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 clicked very well, very fast, and um, it, it's 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 been it's been really good. It's been really good. And so many people, like whether they're my peers. Uh, elsewhere or, or just personal friends have all popped for and think it's so rad. It feels so cool or oh, I'm so jealous. I love Taz. So it's, it's been great. Yeah, he's such a, a, a great creator of promos and everything just comes so natural to him and it, it fits really well. And I love how, you know, uh, they were interviewing, you know, John, you know, for the, you know, in front of the rental car on Wednesday. And then we see you coming from behind. I'm like, oh shit, here it comes. <laughs> and it's great. I mean, and this is such a great storyline because now they're setting you guys up for Fighter Fest on July 1st and July 8th, um, which is a free pay-per-view for all the All Elite um, fans. Uh, uh, what, what, what's your, what's your game plan? Because we all know now you can beat the shit out of John Moxley. I mean, it's evident. Um, you know, of course that's in a parking lot. You know, with Taz being the, you know, the, the mouth of the team, what, what's your game plan? Because is there any psychology you're going to use now? Because you have like a couple of weeks until the pay-per-view. Um, well, I mean, I, I've been on a, a pretty good tear um, since I've been here. Not just ladder matches, all the other individual, individual matches I've had. Um, and, you know, there wasn't, uh, there wasn't a, a whole lot of animosity um, rather than, you know, I'm 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 new to the to the to the team and I want to be the best. He's the guy holding the title. And that was pretty much it. There wasn't, you know, there's not like anything personal happened. Um I know he he, uh, he came to the ring uh last week on Dynamite or well the week before. And 
he, uh, he came in there and he, you know, got on the mic and he got in the ring and we we're not face to face, but we were close to each other. And he kind of dropped, you know, uh, the mic on us, so to speak. And basically kind of let the, uh, the disrespect kind of start, you know, that was like the first kind of like little zinger, a little jab. And I guess he won that one. So uh, I, I guess we, uh, we upped the ante on him and uh, uh, let him know, you know, hey, we're not here to, to play around and stuff with the car incident. And <laughs> I, I think he, uh, I mean, I don't know how he's going to react going forward, but I mean, I, I think he's going to know like, oh, he's maybe in over his head more so. And strategy wise, I'm going to really have a strategy. I feel like um, I'm going to go there and I'm just going to, I mean, do what I've been doing everybody else and run rough shot and, you know, get my shit in like I do. And, <laughs> and, and, and people haven't seen even close to the amount of things that I'm, I do or capable of or the versatility. So I think um, he's the one who really needs to come up with the game plan, not me. Yeah, I think um, with him waking up on, on Thursday morning a little sore, I'm sure you have pissed him off a little bit to where uh, I'm excited to see what happens next week on Wednesday night you know, on TNT, because this is going to, this is great. It's getting the fans ready. I'm excited to see how this is going to play out because um, it's, it's a, it's like a, a David and Goliath, you know, you're, you're huge. I mean, when I talk to you, it's like, I'm looking up at all this muscle mass. And I'm just like, you know, if I was John, I'd be a little nervous, you know, just a little bit, you know, going against you. I mean, yeah, like, it, it's funny you said to him, look, to look at myself here on the Zoom call. <laughs> and I see and this, this cool little custom shirt with, Wonder Woman and the Hulk. I'm like, oh, well, look, Wonder Woman would be John Moxley and the Hulk would be Brian Cage. That's a pretty fair comparison. So you should, you should, well. you should get one with the, with John's face on Wonder Woman. I think that would be some good heat on it on you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe take out the boobs part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I see that on your social media that you're an affiliate for a lot of fitness companies. Tell us a little bit and how the fans can get involved with supporting you by ordering some of their products. Um, yeah, I, I work with several different fitness companies, and like like bodybuilding was something that I, I kind of fell into and really fell in love with. And it's funny, many people have the misconception, um, as I know a lot of you know fitness and bodybuilders and competitors uh, do, that I was that first and then transitioned into wrestling from that field. And I'm like, no, 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 I was a wrestler through and through. And years before I did bodybuilding, I just happened to bodybuild while I was wrestling. So I, I was like, I'm not a bodybuilder trying to be a wrestler. I just am a pro wrestler that happens to bodybuild. Um, with that being said, um, yes, I know, like, actually, the shirt, too, is uh, a company, G-Butter, that uh, I work with, which is, like, this... Um, I, I call it protein frosting, because it's it's literally one of the best-tasting things on the planet. It's, it's essentially really? like a nut butter, like, like a protein uh, peanut butter, if you will. Um, but it's... Oh, it's, it's, it's tremendous. It's tremendous stuff. Hey, this is the one like I recommend it more than anybody because it's, it's not especially like you know weight loss product or like a fitness supplement. It's just like a, a fitness you dessert, but it's oh it's it's tremendous. It's better wow. than most like, normal sugary desserts. And what um, kind of flavors do they have with that? Oh, red velvet fudge brownie, cookie dough, uh, cookies and cream, white chocolate, uh, sugar sugar cookie. Wow. Um, there's several flavors. And was like, oh, what's your favorite? And I go, man. That almost changes week to week. Like, I'm like, oh, this one's it. This one's it. I'm like, well, you know what? I don't know. Let's go back to this. Oh, this one is really good. I haven't had it for a while. Like, oh, oh, the s'mores flavor just came out. Oh, it's like, there's, <laughs> I, it, it, keeps, it keeps entertaining. The only bad thing about it is it's hard not to eat, like, the entire thing 
like like uh, like like I'll I'll be like, all right, you know, I want something sweet. Like, no, no, I won't. You know, I'll evade. You know, I've got cheat food, then I'll start to eat that. And I'll have like one spoonful, then I'll have another spoonful, and you can microwave it, and it turns into a brownie too. It's great. So like, so- and I'll have a brownie version of it. And it just uh, sometimes I can go down the rabbit hole and I'll see like almost the entire jar. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't tell people. I don't know if it's good to eat the entire jar in one sitting, but um. But yeah, so I work with them. I work with Atomics. It's the shoe company I uh, I represent. Um, I uh, actually just started when I was here. So we're nothing. Actually, I just talked to uh, um, the company Redcon One about um, possibly doing something with them. I know they sent me some stuff, and I'm actually uh, looking forward to try to go down at their gym in uh, near Miami, and uh, maybe wow. hopefully working with them in the, in the future going ahead. So we'll see what happens with that. Wow, that's awesome. Um, okay, so I want to ask you, do you have a, uh, let's see, do you have a cheat meal that you like? Because, I mean, I know you don't eat a lot of junk food, but when you do get to go out on a date with Melissa, I mean, what's your favorite cheat meal that you like to eat? Uh, so, like, that, that'll change. Um, like, I remember when Melissa and I were, when we weren't even dating, we were just talking stuff. She goes, what's, uh, what's your favorite food? And my answer was like, uh probably buffet <laughs> she was loves food <laughs> that but what's that type of food i'm like i know but like it can change so much uh with like what i want like, like oh i'm craving that so there's not like a normal go-to i mean everyone likes pizza and pizza's never a bad choice but really my my thing going back to putting over the g butter too really my thing is sweets like there's a lot of food i might want maybe i'll crave more than others but like the one thing i almost would never turn down to what i really look forward to is sweets i i'm i'm a i'm a big sweet tooth guy big cookie yeah. guy anything baked goods like if i go out to eat for a cheat meal like i'll you know I'll, I'll like i like pasta and stuff i usually skip all the hot pasta because i want all my carbs to come from from sugar and so i i'll you know i'd rather eat the the the, the cheesecake than the than the pasta you know or the yeah. or, or anything so like yeah i'm i'm big 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 sweets guy um, i agree i agree <laughs> like I, we just we just we were just hanging out with the catering and i'm over there storing up all the cookies and all the the cakes and everything was like what you eat that i'm like well not all the time but yes i'm gonna save this right here on the side so once everything's done this week that's what i'm gonna eat so and and it's moderation i mean you have to have balance in your life because you 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 train so hard and you probably have a strict regime of food and you know and all your supplements you have to have that enjoyment you know because when Skyler gets older that junk food's going to get worse in the house (laughs) oh sure exactly exactly it's like I know I try to stay away from that too because yeah you have the little kids or you know kids they don't always finish their you know their their food or their snacks and like that's something <laughs> too, I, I hate wasting food no matter what it is but then it's like that I'm like oh I can't eat that though I'm like oh but like, come on Sky don't leave me hanging like finish that I don't want I don't want to have to eat this Rice Krispie treat but what, um, <laughs> what a but hard yeah, job no. you have <laughs> oh right yes yes but yeah, no, but outside of that, I always meal prep. Like, I always have my six-pack bag with me, and people always joke about that. So they know, like, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm always eating, and it's always healthy. So when people see me eating junk food or a bunch of sweets, um, yeah, it's not like I'm doing that, you know, every day. So, but that's always, you know, that's always the misconception. They see, like, what? How do you eat all that like that? Look like you. I'm like, well, it's because it's exactly in very strict moderation, not just all the time, all day, every day. So. Yeah. Um, tell the fans where they can find you on social media. And um, do you have a website that you have for yourself or is it just the social media that they can find you at? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any personal website. Um, somebody actually just asked me that too long ago. I'm like, ah, 
don't know if that adds a whole lot of difference or if I'd make use of that completely. But yeah, no, Brian Cage on Instagram, Brian Cage on Facebook. And then I always say, I know it's a stupid long name and it's hard to remember. And sometimes I forget it, but it's Mr. GMSI underscore uh, eight at G or uh, at, for, for Twitter, excuse me, Mr. GMSI underscore eight. And it's a stupid long name. I thought it was cool when I first made it forever ago. And I feel like too, I, I probably would have a lot more followers if, if I had just Brian Cage, which is what I should have had for Twitter, but not have the blue check mark. And if I change it, then I lose it. So yeah, yeah, um, I'm, I'm kind of stuck with it. Oh my gosh, I, Brian! I want to thank you so much for being on my show. I, I'm so I'm so honored to have you on and and to know you as a friend. And I'm so happy for you. And I, I look forward to seeing your success at All Elite Wrestling and to see how John Moxie is going to be mingled again on Fighter Fest on <laughs> July 1st and July 8th. Um, it's always been a pleasure talking to you and I just wish you so much success and happiness and please give my best to your family. And I'm, I'm just, I'm your biggest cheerleader and I'm, I'm rooting for you. Thank you so much for again. It was a pleasure seeing you that weekend at Double or Nothing and talking yeah. to you. And hopefully the next time I see you or talk to you, hopefully I'll be the AEW world champion. We can talk about that instead. Yeah. I, I love to go back and just be a part of AEW. It's such a great company. And I know they're treating, know they're treating you well and, it's just an honor to see you on that stage and sharing it with Taz and good luck to both of you. Thank you so much. I appreciate All right. it. Thanks, Brian. All right. No problem. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, Brian, for the great interview. As always, I am so thankful when my guests are able to squeeze a little time for me to be on my show from their busy schedule. Um, please follow Brian Cage, who is also known as The Machine who is also known as Mr. Get My Shit In. Follow him on his social media. And I want to remind all of you to please tune in to AEW's pay-per-view Fighter Fest, which is July 1st and July 8th. And it is free, free, free for anyone that wants to order. And guys, I want to remind you to please go to your favorite podcast platform and find my show, download, like, subscribe, comment, show me some love, guys. You can also find me on YouTube where we have the video uh, specials of the interviews that I do on my show. On behalf of my co-host, Jerry Strauss, and myself, we want to thank everyone for the love and support that we have been uh, receiving since starting our podcast. And God bless you all. Stay safe, be well, and be kind to one another. Later, guys. Adios!